Hey everyone, and welcome to An Academic's Life. I am your host, Jenna C. Carter, and this week I want to talk about office comfort and whether you are in a really big room with lots of people and you don't have privacy or whether you are in your own office and it is cold or hot or you don't have a window and you're just not comfortable, the key to being satisfied with our work, being able to concentrate on grading and writing and doing research and wanting to actually be in the space, allowing our bodies to feel comfortable in the space has a lot to do with our environment. It has to do with the temperature, the furniture, the lighting, the people who are around you who might be walking up and down the halls or sharing a space with you. So this episode is actually inspired by a recent post on the professor's subreddit about office hacks. But I just, I really want to encourage us all to think about the spaces that we're in and how that impacts our bodies, our moods, our concentrations. And it's something that I always talk to my students too. I ask them throughout the semester, where are they going on campus or off campus, coffee shops, restaurants, parks, whatever it might be, that helps them focus or lifts their moods or allows them to concentrate? Because I wrote most of my dissertation and research in coffee shops. I need the background noise, I need the sights and the smells, I need the environment of being around other people who are working. That is very motivating for me to be in a space where other people are working. And so maybe you need to recognize that maybe you can't really work in your office or you are looking for new ways to find ways to work in your office. So a couple of hacks from Reddit include, and I'm not going to read all of these, but bringing in lamps to replace overhead fluorescent lights, bringing in low light plants like snake plants that don't need a lot of water or a low light, bringing in hot water kettles and making your own coffee stations um, can also really help. I've heard of people who bring in slippers and rugs and comfy clothes from home to do their work so that they can feel comfortable. Um, Other people will bring in yoga mats and blankets to take naps um, between campus or even just to stretch and get some movement in their office. I love the idea of bringing in slippers. I have not done that yet, but I can tell you I cannot focus well if my feet are uncomfortable or my body's uncomfortable in a chair. The other thing that you might want to consider from Reddit here is about hoodies and comfortable shoes um, or finding ways like if the building is too hot and you don't have control over the thermostat or maybe if it's too cold, can you bring in a heater or can you bring in um, an air conditioner even ask if your office will purchase that for you or if you can use professional development money to purchase that for you. And then the other thing I would check to see is 
if you have like an ergonomics office on campus. I know at CSU, we can request um, from the ergonomics office to come and do an assessment of our desk and our chairs for our seating and for our keyboard and the mouse. And so you might wanna check around to see if there's an office on campus that will do that for you. The other thing that you can do is check to see if your university or college has a surplus with old bookcases or desks or chairs. And sometimes it's new. It's like the university or various departments have refreshed the furniture or the computers or whatever else, lamps, whatever else might be in various departments and it gets moved to surplus. Um, yes, many of you might have desks and chairs and seats that have been moved out into the hallways for surplus, but see if your university has a surplus offer office. You can also buy very low cost materials from surplus for your own home. Other hacks that help people focus, making sure that you have a umbrella in your office, getting a bulletin board or a whiteboard if you are really into sticky notes or drawing um, your lesson plans or your research ideas, maybe you want a whiteboard in your office. Some people have had small aquariums and fishes on their desks or multiple monitors. A tiny desk heater is another one um, and seems to be a huge trend seems to be a comfy blanket plants, lights to reduce the fluorescence. I, I don't have any lights in my office because I do have a window, but one of the things that I've done is um, I have brought in incense and other kinds of material like stones or plants or textures to kind of help reduce the prison-ish feeling of the architecture where everything is just cinder block and very dark um, and so you might want to think about what kinds of textures and designs um, throw pillows or throw blankets make you wake you up and make you feel energized someone has also brought in a box of legos to play around with or downtime or help work through a complicated idea. A box of Lego seems to help with that. Another person says they bring in CBD oil with them. Um, maybe even like a muscle cream that you can put if you're feeling tight and tense or on your shoulders. Um, other people have picked a color scheme to decorate with those colors. And if you're a person who really needs colors to help you feel relaxed or cozy or change with the seasons like I do, right now I'm all about kind of like the tangerine melon colors. That makes me feel very cozy, but it also makes me feel alive and focused. And so you might think about having a different color scheme or favorite colors that you cycle throughout, especially if you all work at places where you experience seasonal affective disorder, which is really low light in the winters or for much part of the year, you might need additional lighting or colors that make you feel more awake. 
The other thing that I'll say here about spaces is it is okay if you just can't relax in your office. I have tried for years to make my office on campus my favorite place to be. And I had like these very romantic notions of, you know, I'm going to be in my office and I'm going to work here all the time and I'm going to go to work and work in my office. And I just find that I'm too distracted by like the energy and the politics and people not getting along um, at various times in my department and it bothers me. And so I really need to create a lot of distance, like physical distance that helps me create mental distance. So you might want to find a co-working space off campus, or you might want to go work in the library, or you might want to go work in the student center, or you might want to find another really cool building that will help you focus and you can hold office hours there. Or you might want to go work in coffee shops. Or I know when I lived in Minneapolis, I went to the Minneapolis Institute of Art, which was the free museum. And I would sit in the coffee shop with my laptop and I would grade. And it would make me feel so happy and invigorated to sit in a museum and take walks and look at all the paintings and the sculpture and the art and then get back to the emails and the grading and and that I mean it just I don't know it changed my mood in a way that I did not anticipate I did not anticipate that I would be the type of person wanting to grade and send emails from a museum but it made me very happy being there and so you might really need to explore new places and you might need to reduce the judgment like if if you're like me and you're judging yourself heavily for not really wanting to do work on campus, maybe you need to have a conversation with yourself and release yourself of that judgment and saying, it's okay that my office or being in the department or being on campus is not the most optimal place for me to work and focus and share those experiences with your students as well. Find out their favorite places to do work and help them think about how space and place and environment shapes their ability to focus. I remember watching a TED Talk, and I've not been able to find it anywhere, but it was about the emotional labor and like the energy leak of emotions and concentration and focus that happens when we are not in optimal locations or spaces. And that really just kind of blew my mind because I had been so busy trying to force myself into working in various campus spaces that I didn't realize that I was exhausting myself by trying to force myself into this space. And I didn't realize that one of the reasons why I was so tired all the time was because I was trying to force myself to work in spaces where I couldn't relax. And this TED Talk, whoever the speaker was, I don't even remember, was really emphasizing that we need to listen to how our bodies and emotions are able to relax or get tense in the environments that we're in or the people that we are around. Because we will be much more productive and focused and fruitful and happy 
and content and at peace if we can think about selecting environments that help us feel all of those qualities. But if we're forcing ourselves to go work in the library and it's utterly quiet and we need heavy metal music in the background, um, I once would do homework with heavy metal music to focus Go listen to the heavy metal music if that's what works for you. So I just want to leave you with that that thought of have conversations with your students, with your colleagues, with your graduate students, among graduate students. How does space and place and environment affect us? How does it affect us in our home life, our work life, our teaching life, our research life, and what changes do we need to make? And so if, if you want to get introspective about it, take note on your phone or in a notebook or someplace. If you are feeling really in the zone and you're, you're able to get through the work that you need to do, what about the space or the place or the time of day is inspiring you and you feel like you are ultimately very focused and very effective and very efficient and your brain is making those connections. So is it in a coffee shop from 4 to 8 p.m.? Is it at night? Is it at a museum? Is it at home in the morning? You know, where are those spaces that you feel really focused and motivated and inspired? And then also, what are you wearing? Are you, you know, do you need to have slippers on? Do you need to have a cup of tea? Do you need, you know, can you do it in your suit? Um, How much light do you need? Do you need direct light, indirect light? You know, what about it with the environment and our bodies is encouraging you and allowing you to save that emotional and cognitive labor for the work that you need to do and isn't becoming an, a mental and emotional energy leak for you. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. I hope you guys have a really great week. And if you want, drop me, drop me some examples. Find me on LinkedIn and tell me what spaces are working for you or send me an email. I'd love to hear what spaces and places and environments really inspire you to do the teaching, research, and service that you need to do. All right, talk to you later.